kickback, bring the whole crew. Right around 10 came dressed in the nines. You already know what we really finna do when we pull up on the scene. Pull up on the scene. Pull up on the scene. Yeah, we pull up on the scene. Hello, 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 everyone. I am coming to you in the good old state of Massachusetts. I've been kind of mum on the Trillis's Instagram page about everything that has occurred within these last two weeks. I feel like I am in a dream, um, not necessarily a fairy tale dream, but maybe a little bit of a nightmare. So let me break everything down for you guys before I get into all of the crazy that has occurred. I just want to tell you guys about The Economist. The Economist is a world-renowned news organization. And lucky for you guys, all of my listeners, you can get a 12-week, $12 subscription or a one-year, $51 digital subscription for students. So the 12-week subscription is meant for anyone in the US and Canada. You do not have to be a student. And the one year $51 subscription is meant for students and it's a digital subscription. So you buy it, you download the Economist app and you are free to get your news on and all of those lovely things. And both subscriptions come with an Economist branded Moleskine notebook. That's free. So get your life and use the link in our description below. All right. So, um, you guys do not understand when I say it's been a whirlwind. It has literally been a whirlwind. Okay, let's start two weeks ago. So, let me check the date. Let's start on March 4th. So one of my friends who's from Canada texted me and she's like, hey, do you want to do Roz tonight? And I was like, yeah, I'm down. And she's like, I want to do it before Corona shuts everything down. And Roz Mataz, I told you guys before, is this massive club near my accommodations where I was staying. And it's super fun, has so many rooms. And Wednesdays is the big night that everyone goes partying, all the students. It's like the popular thing to do. So we decided to do Roz. We got our tickets. We were all ready. We went to Roz, had a good old time. I met some of her friends, and we just had such a blast. But even at Roz, I was careful. I was like, don't touch me. When I was meeting her friends, this one guy extended his hand for a handshake, and I was like, I'm sorry, but not in this economy, not with corona going around. So. I made sure I was not touching anyone, just like how when I was commuting to class or things that I was doing, I did not touch the subway systems at all, except for my Metro card to get in and get out. I had my little bottle of hand sanitizer with me and I would wash my hands as soon as I got in, wash my hands when I left, like wash my hands like crazy. It was insane. Um, definitely had the Vaseline in the lotion because, you know, we can't be ashy out in the streets, but it was crazy. I was on super high alert. So we went to Roz. It was fun. Didn't touch anyone. Wasn't trying to. <laughs> and then on Friday, I met up, Friday and Saturday, met up with 
some pen friends who were who came to Barcelona for spring break and we had such a good time. We went to Shoko on Friday and then Saturday we went to Shoko and then ended the night at Opium with Ashi's list and were able to be in VIP for a bit. So that was interesting. You guys know I hate Opium, but that was interesting. <laughs> and then on Sunday I went to church with a friend that I made through my Canadian friend and she's American from New York City and is super great. And she went to church with me. We went to Hillsong. So when we went to Hillsong, people weren't sitting close together. And on each of our seats was uh, sanitary wipes and also information about Corona. So the Spanish government had reached out to all big facilities and told them that you guys need to make precautions so people aren't too close to each other. So that was what was in effect. And they said they were praying that they'll continue worshiping and everything will be like normal. So that happened on Sunday. And then after we went to my favorite restaurant in Barcelona, Arepa Mundi, I love it so much. Um, and that was a great Sunday. That week happened on Tuesday. I saw another pen friend and we went out for dinner by the beach. And then on Wednesday, this is literally when like the ish hit the fan, like literally. So Wednesday, one of my Scottish friends and I, we were hanging out and I was taking photos of her for my photography class. And then Selena texted me and she's like, hey, uh, there's a few of us that are going back to the States. So during this whole few weeks, Penn has been sending us emails that if we want to leave, Spain wasn't at a CDC level three. It wasn't a CDC level three country at the time. But they were saying, if you want to leave, we'll fund up to $500 of your return ticket and you can come home and we'll deal with everything, right? So they were deciding to take that option. So she's like, let's go out one last time. Um, on that night also, one of the biggest clubs, Razmataz, told everyone that they're shutting their doors for two weeks, the government forced them to, and so on. And during this time, we heard that Madrid was going into lockdown, like all of this crazy things started to come out of the woodwork. And I was like, what is going on? But still, I was texting Anna, and we were like, you know what, hopefully our programs won't be canceled. We're going to try to stick it through, even if they put us on lockdown here. We'll do lockdown here until the problem's mitigated and return and life returns back to normal, right? So that night, my friend Amelia, who's Scottish, Selena and I, we went out to the Hotel W. It has a, I don't want to say club, more like a lounge on like the 24th floor with a beautiful view. It wasn't crowded at all, really empty, and we went there and had a few drinks just to celebrate, I guess, the end of an era. And then we went home. So, and then I spoke to my parents because I told my mom how people were leaving and she's like, you know what? You can come home and just be at home for a few months before your internship starts and it'll be fine. And I was like, I don't, I don't wanna come home unless I cancel my program, you know? So I went to bed and literally, woke up i don't know what woke me up i think it was god at probably like seven in the morning 
and I woke up to an email from our program leaders stating that we have a meeting at 11 in the morning. And that's when I knew, oh, and Trump had already announced a travel ban on Europe that didn't affect citizens, so we were fine. But that's when God told me that, hey, they're going to cancel the program. You should start packing. So I started to pack. Amelia came and she helped me pack and it was insane. I packed everything up all before 11 a.m. Um, and then went to our office of our program. And that's where people were there. They gave us snacks and so on. And they told us that we have to cancel all of the CASA programs are canceled, even the one in Ireland. And it, it was just crazy. Like, I, I couldn't believe it. I still can't believe it. Thankfully for me, and I truly believe God has a plan for everything and planned out everything, that Thursday, March 12th, I was supposed to go to London anyways to visit family. I don't know if you guys know, but I have a majority of my family are actually in London. They're either in London or in Sierra Leone, but I have family there and I was going to visit for the weekend to so leave on Thursday and I was going to return Sunday the 15th. But since I packed up everything and I was planning to leave anyways, I spoke to my parents. Um, I packed up and paid for the extra baggage because I took Ryanair because it's a cheap airline in Europe. So I had to pay for my baggage over a hundred euros. It was insane. And then had to pay for excess baggage too because again, I'm packing up my whole life that I meant to stay in this country for five months. So there was excess baggage and left. And it was so sad before I left. Amelia and Selena, we all went to Arepa Mundi one more time. And then I called my Cabify to the airport. And my Cabify driver was a Fulani man from Senegal. And it was great speaking to him. We were talking in Spanish and that was awesome. He's been living in Barcelona for 25 years, so such a long time. And he has kids, and it was just great speaking to him. So that was a great conversation to the airport. And then I left Spain for, I don't know when I'll be back. I plan to go back in 2026 to see the completed La Sagrada Familia. But maybe I'll go back before. Who knows what God has in store for me. That was crazy. I reached London and went to my cousin's and aunt's house and just chilled in London. And then since Spain became a level CDC3, Penn paid for everyone. Well, basically all of Europe became CDC3. So Penn paid for everyone's return tickets home. You just contact their travel agency and they planned everything. So I planned, I took a flight out of London Heathrow Airport on Monday night and arrived back in Boston on Monday night. So that was insane. When I arrived back in Boston, I told them that I had been in contact with someone who tested positive for Corona and was able to get tested and was fine. 
And I came home super late, super, super late because of all of that waiting and stuff. And I was glad to see my family. So now I'm home. I will be home for the next, I don't know, two to three weeks. And just watching how everything's developing. This was not what I expected for my study abroad experience. I feel so bad for the seniors and for low-income first-generation people and people in general who can't go back home and be in conducive environments for their learning or that their graduation is being affected by this. I am so, so sorry for those who have preconditions that being exposed to the virus is dangerous for them. I feel so bad for you. I personally have a condition that's classified under like autoimmune illness. So that was really worrisome for me, but I thank God that I'm healthy, I'm home, I'm fed, I'm doing work. Thank God my all my classes in Barcelona are continuing online, so I'll be able to finish the semester and that's exciting, but this has really been such a crazy, hectic time for everyone throughout the world. It's just insane. I guess I still can't believe it, like I said. So I'm so sorry for those of you who wanted to continue experiencing abroad through this podcast. I'm sorry that we can't continue with that. I just want to say that I pray each and every one of you are healthy, that you are self-quarantining, even if you think you're not going to catch it or you don't fall under the people who, if you catch it, it's really bad news for you. Keep your family safe. You don't want to spread it around. Apparently, a, young, a lot of young people are asymptomatic and they don't know that they're carrying it, but they are. So just make sure you're taking these steps so that this issue, this pandemic will be mitigated and life will return back to normal. This whole situation is so unprecedented. There was a video of a old Italian man and he was saying in Italian that even during the wars, there was still pasta. And now that people are clearing supermarket shelves, there's no pasta. So that video shows you how serious the situation is. It's not something to be played with. Please go home or to places that you can be safe and healthy and just wait it out. Shout out to streaming services like Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Prime and HBO and all of that good stuff. And for cable too, you can be at home, internet, shout out to Verizon and T-Mobile and Comcast and all of that stuff for allowing us to at least keep some semblance of normalcy while we're in our houses. Good luck to all of you. I am continually praying for the situation. I cannot wait to the day that life is back to normal. And I believe everything happens for a reason. I don't know what God's purpose for this disease is, but I know that in the end, it will all work together for our good. So keep on believing, and I love you all so much. Stay healthy, peace, and love. If you could please rate and leave a comment on this podcast, that would be great. It would help us 
be more easily identifiable on iTunes and so on and grow our listenership. And tell your friends. Thank you. For more chill content, follow Sia on Instagram at S-I-A-L-I-N-D-A underscore and the Trillis's Instagram page at T-H-E-T-R-I-L-L-E-S-T underscore U-Pen. So again, it's at Cialinda with the underscore and at the Trillis underscore U-Pen. See y'all later. Bye.